look, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Content is king. So if you have some content you need created, hit up IOPvideo.com. Video production, podcasting, you name it, we can do it. IOPvideo.com. We make things look pretty. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls listening all around the world, I present to you this brand new spinoff voice party program introducing short movie reviews by the voice party reviews are back 20 Yay. minutes away. and for our debut film mortal Kombat. your thoughts jd your initial reaction because you don't seem too excited there jd you really don't all right, okay, here's the thing. Here's where I, where I fucked up. I spent the whole, like, since they announced it, since they announced first that James Wan was going to direct it, I was excited about it. When they first released pictures of what the characters look like, not pictures, when they first released who was cast, I was excited about it. And I've been watching all this shit from day one. I've seen you guys anything, you know, I've seen you guys videos of, of, of stuff that was leaked because I'm such a big fan of the games. I think I mentioned this to, to Gasper yesterday. I've played every game from Mortal Kombat 1 to uh, uh, the 9. I mean, I haven't played any of the new ones. And I beat each one of those games with every character, which isn't that hard to do. So I'm like, I'm invested a lot in the games. And uh, I just, I would like to see it. I wanted to see a really good movie. And I, I think, I correct me if I'm wrong, man, but like the trailer seemed better than some of the movie. I don't know. <laughs> I feel I feel bamboozled. Well, so here's here's what I'll say. I like you. I've played a bunch of the Mortal Kombat games. Uh, the first three on, on Sega Genesis were shit. Uh, I had five, six, and Armageddon on my Xbox. I played Mortal Kombat versus DC, and that's where I stopped. I didn't play like the reboot or ten or any of the new ones yet. Um, so, like you, grew up with the Mortal Kombat movies, uh, with the games and the first two original movies. I just, it was fine. I just think maybe as fans, our expectations are a little too high and it could never yeah. live up to those expectations. But there were some things that were cool. Like, the, I liked that there's blood. The violence was great. That was very true to the games. But I thought, like, we're going to spoil the shit out of it. So if you haven't seen the movie, probably don't watch the review. Go see it and form your own opinion and then check back with us. But I would say some of the choices they made, like the fighters have to be chosen and they got to get that little tattoo to be chosen. And if they're not chosen, they don't count. That was fucking stupid. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then everyone getting superpowers, like, and then they have to like train until their superpowers develop. Like, really? Like, yeah, we can try to fireball, but that was more like a kung fu thing. And, I don't know. I thought that them having to like develop their superpowers was stupid because Stryker didn't have no superpowers. His superpower was guns. <laughs> so it's not like every Mortal Kombat character has superpowers. No, and that's the that's why like that that's the beauty. That's the cool thing about it. Like um, going back to what you said though, this is why I I did enjoy the fights, but I also I like that they had blood. But the dialogues felt like it was made for a children's movie. You guys, did you guys get that? 
Yeah, or or the dialogue was self-referential referential in a way that clearly they understood that they were writing to fans. But if yeah. they weren't a fan already, it was going to come off as like unearned. Like when Cabal like, has gotten yeah. Kang and goes, I love it when he does the soul thing. Like if you, and I, I realize that we're, We've been we've grown up with Mortal Kombat as a franchise, so it's a foreign idea for us for anyone new to come in. But for like that 15-year-old who's never played a Mortal Kombat game, you know, who comes in for the first time, they're gonna be like, what you know, it's gonna strike them as what and my philosophy yeah. when you're making movies or telling any kind of story, you always assume that your audience doesn't know the lore and you bring them in slowly, naturally. And not like expo dump. There was a lot of dump of exposition. Like yeah. Sony Blade's whole thing was, I'm going to give you the background so that the plot works. And it's kind of like, eh. the 1995 movie was better with that, I think. Yeah, it felt rushed. Like from the beginning, like it just, it, it, it's like right away. Like we get into, and this is the only thing that kind of got me. There's like, so many diverse characters and like you know that each have great stories and then they add a new character that has nothing to do with the video games that got me like what the hell like you could have yeah you know, I, 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 I could have you, you got all like, these characters to choose from and you just make up your own you just make up a completely original character just so that that way like the audience has like a reference point to jump into this story I know that's just that's that seemed kind of lazy. And I was just gonna point that out that they they needed a they wanted a, a reference character for the audience. But my thing is, you could have taken a, a few characters and made them the brand new sort of Agent J from Men in Black style character. They could have done that with Sonya Blade. Like, in, if it were my film, I just said, okay, Sonya Blade is going to be doing her detective due diligence because she's involved with that military intelligence branch. And she she stumbles across this mystical tournament that happens every 100 years or whatever. And that's how our audience becomes acquainted with what's going on. And then lo and behold, turns out she is on the short list for being a combatant for Earth. So then she just gets drawn into this thing. But instead they make up the Cole character and they tease this whole legacy thing, right? Not to yeah. spoil and then later on, the legacy thing doesn't even really matter. It doesn't impact because it's like, oh, so-and-so's gone. Oh, but they're here now, which totally takes away from the main protagonist's progression. It, it, it's yeah. like, why even have him in the first place? That's the thing I, I, I didn't like. You know, they showed, like, all these pictures of past characters that I guess it means they're not going to be in there. I guess there's not going to be any Nightwolf. He's already in the past. Um the thing that I also didn't like, and this is major spoilers, um, that like, you know, towards the end, the, the very famous rivalry between Sub-Zero and Scorpion, and this is major spoilers again for everyone listening to watch it first. He's, he, he, gets, he gets involved in the, in the final fight between Sub-Zero and Scorpion. That, that killed me, kind of. Um, originally, when I first saw that he was a new character, they didn't release who he was. I thought it was going to be, you know, uh, like Bihan is the first Sub-Zero that becomes Noob Saibot mm -hmm. eventually. I mean, that's, you know, in Mortal Kombat lore. And I read these, you know, theories of who Cole Young was. 
and he was actually uh, Kwai Lang, who is the second Sub Zero, the good Sub Zero. And that mm. made that made more sense. I was like, cool, all right. And then in in the Mortal Kombat in the comic books, I believe Sub Zero actually the 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 Lin Kuei actually have a dragon on their like you know it's like a birthmark kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. So that I thought, oh, cool. This young dude is Kwai Lang, and and they're in like Scorpion's gonna want to fuck him up after he kills Bihan, or you know that's that's what I thought, and I thought that's gonna be a cool way to introduce it because uh you know Sub Zero has had like his own video game before, so I thought maybe this could, you know, and then I you know I know they teased the uh, the amulet in the movie, so anyways I just I'm not I, I know that that's one of those things, and like you know Liu Kang doesn't seem as as powerful of a character as he was in the first games which is you know i mean in the first movie i don't expect it to be like the 90, 1995 or or, or definitely not uh, annihilation um but you know it's this its is own definitely thing. better than annihilation I'll this is that better than, it is and it's his own thing which is great um the fights were awesome i know i know we could probably i mean is there anything what what is some things that you guys really did appreciate though, like you know that, that you did like. I think I think they did Sub Zero really well. Yeah, actually played Sub Zero did a great job. Yeah, and I thought they did a really good job developing Sub Zero. I mean, I even said it when the trailer came out that whole scene where he's fighting Scorpion and he slashes him and then freezes the blood in midair and stabs him with the yeah. blood. Like that's so metal. Like that's what I yeah. wanted from the '95 Mortal Kombat film. So it was nice to finally get that brutal because that's what Mortal Kombat was known for. Like, you know, it wasn't like your tight, you know, complex fighter like Street Fighter was back in the day. It was more about the violence and the blood and the fatalities. That's what set it apart from other fighters back when we were kids. And so to see them kind of embrace that was awesome. And to see them really take take advantage of the fact that, hey, this is a franchise that's known for being ridiculous and violent and having people rip people's hearts out and freeze their spines and rip their spinal columns out and just embracing that i thought they did a great job with the fight scenes and the violence and the gore and really not shying away from that like the previous mortal kombat films did yeah phil definitely highlighted something that i liked so as not to echo that um i liked kano like i loved oh yeah the actor did an amazing job of playing a complete psychopath and you believe that this guy is a gun runner for the black dragon clan and would totally sell people out at, at the drop of a dime and it's very fitting what happens uh, in the end of his arc it, it's very believable he had some of the best comical lines whereas cabal had some of the corniest bits in my personal opinion, super corny. Had, uh, but in my personal opinion, Kano had some of the naturally funniest lines in the film. Like that's where the humor was well placed was through that. And I understand the actor is a comedian, right? Yeah. So that's that, that's what I heard that he's like a, a improv comic. You know, uh, you know that's that's all I know. So, yeah, so I one thing about about Kano that stuck out to me, like yeah, Kano was great. The actor who played him was great. He did a great job with it. But going back to the whole, oh, we, we got to develop our superpowers. Kano's superpower is the laser eye. Like in the games, you know, <laughs> he had like that little metal faceplate 
thing. Yeah. And he doesn't have that in the movie. They imply that he's going to get it. He's going to get slashed, but he doesn't have it yet. They could have easily been like, well, the faceplate is where the laser comes from. Because that's how I always interpreted it in the game. Right. Yeah, superpowers. It comes from the little faceplate thing. So I just felt like that was an opportunity where, look, give him the faceplate, say the laser comes from the faceplate. He could have he could have had that from the very beginning. That's a, another thing too. It's like what Jack's superpowers to like create fucking robot arms. <laughs> from, yeah, that was ridiculous. that was that was like the lamest. Uh, I, like it, it, I kind of lost it at that point. Like oh my god! Like come on. Sadly, it, that's that's one thing Annihilation did better. <gasps> I can't believe I said Annihilation did something better. It was Jax's uh, origins, where even though we don't really know how he ends up in the lab, the implication is that he he did it to himself. It, he he did it to himself, and he and actually still had his arms him. underneath. In Annihilation, he still had his arms underneath. Oh, right. Yeah, because he pulled yeah. the sleeves off at the end. Of oh, the that's right. But at and least he probably they killed Mataro. You know, yeah. at least they explain it. They're like, all right, let me just, in a better way, I think, than just, oh, yeah, it's because it's your power. Yeah, no. I also yeah, like Goro. I like Goro. Yeah, like, nice. Goro was good. He, I, I, I like it. Still. <laughs> I, I liked it. I liked the way it looked. I liked the way they made him. I just couldn't. Like, I couldn't get over. He looks like it looks like they just copied and pasted uh, the Hulk <laughs> from uh, MCU Hulk uh, face and just gave him arms and made him brown and gave him a fucking. I mean, it looked like spot on, like Hulk, dude. Yeah, somebody you guys Mark that. Ruffalo a check. I feel it. Exactly. Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> Mark Goro. Ruffalo, if you're listening, Mark Ruffalo, Goro. those guys at Warner Brothers. Now, um, I don't know if you guys feel this way but one thing that this film did that really did remind me of you know annihilation is it mm. felt like um with the first film they kind of had the advantage of there was only one game at the time so it was only like 10 characters to squeeze in what, there which Everybody film kind of got a, the first mortal kombat film mm-hmm. they were, at, you know, they were that, at three they were in mortal kombat 3 at that point right I think it was Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah, but the first, yeah. well, no, I think it was maybe two. I don't think three is yeah, not two. I think it was just the first two, but the first oh, movie yeah. really just focused on the first game. So yeah. it was just like the eight fighters and reptiles. So everybody kind of had, you know, enough screen time to kind of like develop everybody. With Annihilation, yeah. it felt like they were just trying to cram as many characters as they could on the screen. Brain, Ermac, Cyrax, Sector, Nightwolf, Jax, Nightwolf. Yeah. Like they just tried to cram as many people in there as they could. And I got that sense here, too, where they were just trying to fit as many characters in here as they can. We got to get Cabal. We got to get Kung Lao. You know, and to the point where Reptile's in the film for like a minute. And then he gets killed by Kane. Unce- unceremoniously. I mean, and he's, and he's like, not he even a ninja. It, it, it was almost worse than Thor's friends dying, the Warriors 3 in Thor Ragnarok. You know, the way that they just, I mean, except for Lady Sith, but the, the two remaining characters got killed off like, like their deaths meant nothing. You know, it was kind yeah. of unfortunate. And and they didn't and then, even get a chance yeah. to build Reptile. But yeah, and, and, and Reptile's story is pretty dope. And also they didn't, they didn't show like his, I mean, I guess, I guess in the video games, he's like full blown, he's like full blown lizard now, but like they showed how he progressed from Ninja reptile in this since this is the first movie of this of this franchise 
uh, I'm not this franchise, but this series, it would have been good to start him off with uh, yeah, the ninja I know look. And then, because it's like fucking, <laughs> since Steve, where are we going to get this guy? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because in the first three Mortal Kombat games, he was, he was human. He didn't start turning into a reptile, I think, until like four. And then by the time you get to like Deception and Armageddon, he's like full on reptile. But right. he did start out as human and slowly transformed. So yeah, it would have been nice right. if we would have seen something like that. Because even the first film did that, where he had a human form he fought with and he fought Raiden. But you, you know, I will point out a quick bit of lore. Reptile is a member of a race of, I think they call them Saurians, right? Yeah. So it, what we saw get dealt with probably wasn't even the main reptile. You know, they made no, they did. They they named they mentioned his name. Uh, they mentioned his name uh, like ten. Uh, I for, I forgot in the scene where um, he sent he tells him, "Hey, send Salzar something like that." It's his real name. Um, so that was reptile. But you know. Uh, yeah, but it's like I think they're 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 probably gonna they're making they're supposedly signed on to make four films four films. I know that guy that plays uh, um, Sub Zero, uh, Joe Taslim, who in my opinion he carried the whole film, dude. Yeah, I mean, well, the, gotta gotta give Scorpion his love too because that actor. But Scorpion was Scorpion was, was only in two scenes. True, he was but only in two scenes. On, true. But when he That's was true. on, right. he was on fire. The first scene, <laughs> the first scene is, is the, the first scene is probably the best part up to that final fight. But that first scene and in, in like when they because those two are some of the best martial artists, uh, film actors like of all. I mean, in this in this and right now, uh, so that was like a special mm-hmm. thing to see those two. And um, yeah, they. I think if they would have been more in the film, uh. I don't know. Maybe I would have thought differently of it. Uh, maybe I mean, if it was set. Talk. Maybe if it was set, he could have been time, the protagonist. He could have. He could have. Um, that would have been better. But if like Scorpion was in more than one scene, like you know, not Hanzo, actual Scorpion. I don't know. That that would have been awesome too. That you know, maybe that's that's going to be something for part two because they're making four of these, according to what I. Well, uh, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Is just because like they plan to make sequels doesn't mean. So the, I mean, Justice League was supposed to be a three-part film, and um, you know what, what else was like a another example? Uh, Terminator: The Genesis was supposed to have a sequel, just because they planned for a movie to have a sequel. That's movie. true. Well, although yeah. I hear this one's been doing okay at the box office, maybe it's maybe it's doing really well. good. It's doing really yeah. good. I, it's, it's doing yeah. wonderful pandemic numbers. Like apparently, barely beat out. They say it barely beat out this anime film, uh, Demon Slayer on the Mugen Train. I, I've that's seen doing Demon good Slayer. too. It's a good show, but that's doing good too. Hey, shout out to Master of Thought, you know, because we were talking about like anime films and how hard it is yeah. for like, films to break over. But buddy, you're getting your wish because yep. Mortal Kombat barely beat it. Yep. And I, I haven't seen it, but I, I plan on seeing it at some point. So. I, I will say I, I will say this about the film, man. Like, okay, I, I couldn't. I obviously we plan to watch it in my place with you guys. You know that that day. As soon as the clock hit twelve, I couldn't fucking wait. I watched it on my phone, dude. And you know, then that's where I was feeling. Mm-hmm. But once I saw it with you guys later that day, and with the big screen on the projector, and then the big set, you know, the the loud speaker. 
it's actually a fun film to watch. It's especially since I love the game. I love I know the characters. I know what they I, I like in a way I kind of like what they did because it threw me off of what I thought it was going to be. So I think the second time I enjoyed it more. Um, so me as a as a fan of the of the franchise, I did even though I wish certain things were differently, I did enjoy watch I did enjoy watching it. It was fun. Yeah, and I would say at the end of the day, with a film like Mortal Kombat, it's not supposed to like be this life-changing film that makes you feel and contemplate existence. Like it's just supposed to entertain you for two hours, right? Yeah, yeah. So and, and they did that job. It entertained us. It could have been better. It definitely sure, inter- but it's easily yeah. the second best Mortal Kombat film we've ever got. That that nineteen ninety five yeah. one is the best, dude. That that first Mortal yeah, Kombat. No yeah, there's no beating that. And then and then there's no beating there's no beating Robin Shu as Liu Kang, man. Yeah, Robin Shu is a perfect Liu Kang. And I just think there's a lot of moments from that first film that even now, twenty five, twenty six years later, still are just iconic. Like that fight with Johnny Cage and Scorpion in the woods. Like there's that, so many that, moments in that film that just stick out, and you still remember dude, all these years later. Fun, fun that fact, fight. Oh, Robin Shu is the only person to have been in three fighting game movies because oh, yeah. he was in a film based on Street Fighter. I think it was the Street Fighter: the Rise of Chun Li, right? Yeah, yeah. He and was. he was in the Dead or Alive film as a brief cameo. Ah, you know, mm. you want to know another little thing I read on Screen Rant, Screen Rant, I think, before, you know, when they were, when, when uh, James Wan was originally going to direct this film, the Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. they wanted to do something set in the future and bring back Robin Shu as old Liu Kang. That would have that's, oh. that's what they wanted to do. That's what I had read. And, and also hey. Lyndon Ashby as older Johnny Cage. Um, and, and kind of set, set it as in like the future where they could bring in like Shinnok and those mm. younger and those younger because I don't know if you guys are following like Mazzato and people like that yeah 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 those where characters. they could include a lot of you know, I don't know if you guys have followed Big the Frost. new the new games uh, the story of the new games because the, the 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 like um, story mode of the of like X and, uh, and and the other ones that have been coming out they're actually pretty good, man. Like, you could watch that as a film. Yeah, I had heard that, like, Nine involved, like, time travel and yeah, alternate timelines and history being rewritten. And then I know Ten, like, they introduced, like, Cassie Cage, like, Johnny Cage and some of the Blade's daughter from the future. So, Jackie Briggs. Jackie Briggs, who's uh, Jax's daughter. They also introduce uh, 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 Kenshi's son, who's, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, the uh, Shi, the Shia Ryu, the the Scorpions clan, and and also um, Luke Kang and Kung Lao's younger cousin, who's who's gay. Like that's like that's his thing in the story, and and they they're the new protagonists. So I think that's something they wanted to do with this new film, you know. But um, I mean, it you know it, it would have been nice to see it would have been nice to see um, Robin Shu in it somehow. But, you know, this new, I mean, I, I'm not saying I didn't like the new Luke Kang. He, he, he just, he doesn't strike me as like 
I mean, don't get me wrong. The actor, Ludi, Ludi, something I forget. He's he's a badass martial artist. Yeah, yeah. He's he's and, he's and he's an okay actor. I I just don't. Liu Kang is supposed to give you the feeling like he could carry the weight of the entire crew. You need a strong Liu Kang and a strong Raiden. I felt like we had a strong Raiden, but I didn't feel like anybody in that group would seriously listen to that Liu Kang. No. Yeah, the way they portrayed in this film, Kong Lao was actually more interesting than Liu Kang. Mm-hmm. Even though it was pretty And he's stupid. dead now. Kong Lao is super popular. He can throw his hat. I, I did like how they I did like how they kind of made it so like he treats the hat like Captain America treats the shield. That was kind of cool. That was but cool. It was like a deadly his his, his his power was actually teleporting, bro. That was mm-hmm. I just I just saw that that was his power. I mean, yeah, the hat thing is cool, but like his power was teleporting. Like they used that from the video game. I, I that was that was kind of cool. Yeah, I I um I think they they definitely if, if they don't make all four, I think they're definitely making you know at least one more. And the plan that they have talked about is to center the next film around Johnny Cage. And one of the one of the the main uh, actors that they want to cast for that, and they've talked about, is uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh heck yeah! Yes, do it, do it. Ryan Reynolds, and, and the second oh option gosh. is Star Lord. What's the same Star Lord? Oh yeah, that'll work too. That'll yeah. definitely work if they're yeah. going to go with it. I've also heard I've also heard people are campaigning for the Miz to be Johnny Cage. I've heard of that too. Yeah, I mean that. That's I, a, I think that's either one, either directed, one of those guys would do good. That's a directed DVD version. If I've never heard a casting right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll just say two things before we leave this review because I know time is quick. There are two things that I feel that I think drag this film down. One, the unnecessary addition of Cole, and two. Not recasting the original Shang Tsung <laughs> actor to play Shang Tsung. And I say that because two things. One, uh, he did a great job reprising his role in that like machinima TV. No, I mean, sorry, oh, legacy. Internet, internet legacy show. It was awesome. And in the video game, he, in the latest video he, game, he was Shang Tsung. And he was Shang And... Shang Tsung in the original game was an old man. So you can't even yeah. say, well, he's too old to play the part. No, he isn't. And if, if anything, he was too young the first time he played the part. Yeah. You bring yeah. Him, and the only reason I say that isn't because I'm a super fanboy that wants to live nostalgically. It's that the dude they cast, and nothing against him, because I've seen him in other roles and he was fine. Dark, the Dark Knight. He was so boring and flat and unthreatening. And it was just like... Do you even want to be here right now, my guy? He, Are you, I, I can't. I, I can't get it out of my head. Him being dragged out of that building by by by, uh, by, by the Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Every time I saw him, was like just bring Batman to beat his ass, dude. Like, yeah, no. Powering why the security cars are shooting. I think for me, again. I think for me, the biggest thing that dragged it down, aside from like, yeah, some of the necessary things. Um, Overall, man, was like the dialogue, uh, like you know, the, when when like his his daughter, 
after he gets his his armor, like his power, what the, the, his power. I mean, that's another thing. <laughs> but after he gets his armor and like he saves his family from Goro, his, his daughter, you know, after nearly dying from like this creature that she's never seen before. Her first words are "badass suit, dad," and it's like. I, I couldn't, I was like, oh man, I cringed so hard at that. Um, yeah. Also, when Cole Young offered, Cole Young offered to, to help Jax fight Sub-Zero, when this fool was like, he doesn't even know what this guy's capable of. He knows, he, he, he was so afraid to get into a stranger's car. It's like, you know, save me. But then he's like, no, I'll help you fight him. Like, dude, didn't you see he was making it snow? <laughs> Are you fat? and uh i don't know i just couldn't get past some of that stuff man it just yeah it it, it just seemed like uh the dialogue seemed very direct to dvd style yep. dialogue like cheesy. whoever wrote this shit man super cheesy and i'm coming but for I will your job say, whoever wrote this <laughs> but i will say um uh hiroyuki sanada joe taslim and i didn't like the character the actor was kind of cool, but like, you know, uh, and then Kung Lao, they, and especially fucking Kano, they saved the movie for me. <laughs> yes, they, did. They, they They saved it big time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Sonia, Sonia was good too. Um, Sonia was they, they just didn't give her, they just didn't give her that much of a, of a, like, you know, I feel like she didn't really have lines and, and, you know, as soon as she kills Kano, she's got her powers. Like she didn't have to fucking, she didn't have yeah, to everything. fucking fight for her shit. She was, it just came right away. Like, yeah, you know, there's little things that, was exposition and info dumped with her. Bless her heart. The actress did what she could, what she had, though. She, she did, she did good. I, I like, yeah. But yeah, aside from that, like Sub Zero was probably the the best. Uh, he's he, if anything, I think for villains, he's probably one of the best villains I've seen in in you know in the last year as far as movie goes. Like that, that was a scary villain. Oh yeah. Yeah. So those that's what saved it for me and that's what you know, those are the things that ruined it for me too. Yeah. I mean, real talk, I would have paid to see a movie all about Sub-Zero and Scorpion and where they're yeah. like this With scene like where he four shows or five up, characters. Like like that scene where he show the opening scene where he shows up at like Scorpion's house. There's a whole yeah. movie before that that explains their rivalry. They know each other's right. name. He yeah. was so proud to wipe out you know the guy's family line. Why? There, that's an awesome movie within itself. <laughs> and they, and they, there's comic books on it that where they could build on that. Yeah. yeah. If they, they you know, really, yeah, could have done this Marvel universe style and told that story on its own and kind of built up to a big tournament. That would have been raw too. They, they could have done I, like a Jackson Sonya Blade movie before and then kind of like, oh, who's yeah. this weird crazy guy running around? Like, what's going on? That could have been a movie and, too. And the thing too, where you know. I appreciate about this. Hiroyuki Sonata is in his he's he's sixty, dude. Like the oh. guy that played Scorpion, he's oh, sixty man, years old. Him. Yeah, I need so to start like, doing my push-ups. Exactly. Again. Yeah, yeah. You like, hear that, yeah, Phil? Today. We're gonna start working out, man. That dude's sixty. You saw those fucking scenes? The the, the kicks. That's all him too. <laughs> Do your own studs. All right, gentlemen. Oh. So what are we? How are we Let's, ranking? Okay, so we're doing the, the, the ranking system. This is a voice party. We're doing the uh, uh, zero or out of 10 or, or one out of 10, 10 out of 10 balloon rating system. It sounds stupid, but you know what? This is the voice party. What goes with parties, balloons. And exactly. the more balloons, the better the party. So um, from one to 10, 
rating system. What do you got, Phil? Overall, uh, I'm, overall, I'm I'm gonna give it six and a half. Six and a half balloons out of ten. Six and a half. That's cold blooded. What about you, Joaquin? I'm giving it. I'm giving it five balloons out of ten. Dang, cold blooded. I think. I think I. I. I'll do six out of ten, and even six, just because I did enjoy watching it, but. You know, I, I kind of uh, I felt like the, the the trailer is way better than what the movie really is. Unfortunately, the, the trailer the trailer is so exciting. That opening scene deserves like the that opening scene. It, it it's almost like too much. It's so much you know climax up there, and then the mm. rest of the movie just downward spiral. Where it's like you know, Liu Kang will heat up the family with his hands. Like what the fuck, <laughs> you know. So yeah, honestly, that, that opening scene alone owns at least three of my balloons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So overall, six out of ten sounds kind of like average, right? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> six out of ten. That's cold blooded, but hopefully they get us on the second one, man. Um, all right, all you listeners, I hope you guys watched the film already, but you know, don't be discouraged by us. This is our opinion. Um, but yeah. That concludes the return of the Voice Party Reviews. Catch you on the next film. This has been the Voice Party, and we are out.